Now, over the past few years, we've been following the progress from that little acorn that is Neatbox. It's an organisation set up by uh, Gavin Neat, uh, looking at improving the lives of people with disabilities, levelling the playing field, if you like, in many different areas. And it's all been done using off-the-shelf technology, so smart devices, Bluetooth technology and so on. And Gavin joins us now. I uh, like the idea of being called a sapling. But, oh, well, I was an acorn now. I think I could probably be called a sapling. Maybe an oak tree one day. You never know. You never know. <laughs> um, right, now, t- tell me first, um, for our listeners perhaps who, who haven't heard of Neatbox yet, surprisingly, but there are some out there, Gavin, tell us a little <laughs> bit about the company and how it all began. I was in the military, uh, did my 10 years service, left the military, joined Guide Dogs for the Blind. I was very lucky to be offered a job as a Guide Dog Mobility Instructor. I did that for 18 years, but all the way through my time as a Guide Dog Mobility Instructor, I was seeing certain things that just didn't seem right to me. And uh, to start with, it was really just looking at how challenging it was for my clients, as our little friends, pretty much as I called them at the time. Um, It was very challenging for them to get around certain obstacles and that was a, a, a was a real mind shift to me it was like wow why have we designed it in that way and how in goodness sake can we get around it or could I talk to the people that were installing it and change how they actually installed it and that was pedestrian crossings and it was street furniture and it was a whole host of uh, different things so yeah I, I set up a company in 2011 and tried to find ways to fix all of these problems Back in 2006, 2007, iOS or Apple came out with the iPhone, and I just thought, wouldn't it be great if the the phone could press the button at a pedestrian crossing? Uh, So I I got a company to make me some stuff, uh, use my own cash. It was a really very small scale at the start. It was pretty much garden shed at the bottom (laughs) bottom of the garden, Um, but uh, made some hardware and, and got it communicating with the hardware, put that little bit of hardware into a couple of pedestrian crossings here in Edinburgh, and tried to demo it to the market and the sector. And eventually I got some good traction, got one outside the Scottish Parliament, got one at Edinburgh International Conference Centre and one at Royal Bank of Scotland head office. And then we were contacted by Transserv and they contacted Transport Scotland and said it would be really nice to test this kit out in Largs on the West Coast. So we were asked if we would install two crossings and we've always kept all of our costs really low. We don't have to charge an absolute fortune for what we're doing. And they said, oh, well, if it's going to cost that much for two, let's have 10. Uh, So all of the crossings in Largs operated by Apple iPhones, Android phones, smartwatches and wearables. The traffic lights will still operate as normal for people who want to push the button and, and watch the, the green man, if you like, to cross. But in, in essence, I say like myself as a guide dog owner, I can use the phone as I approach. It will tell me if the traffic light's there. Uh, when I'm at the traffic light, then I can ask it to push the button or it'll do it automatically and then tell me when the green man is on. Um, when we first came out with the original idea, we actually put the green man and the audible signal onto the phone. But the this was back in 2012 and they weren't particularly keen on that at the time. They said, oh, no, we can't have phones telling people when the green man's on. And, and we went, oh, OK, well, we backed off that a little bit and um, we have it so that we can turn the audible signal on. Or if there's an audible signal there, it, we're just pressing the button at the end of the day. But we do know that we can do it. And in the future, when they become a little bit more open to us doing that, then we'll be able to have the audible signal coming from the phone or a vibration from the watch, whatever. And... Um, 
But, I mean, I, I pointed out to them over the last couple of years, guys, you're, you're having autonomous vehicles. We're going to have cars without people in them. Surely we can have a phone telling you when the green man's on. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> we're hoping that that's going to be the next step. So it's such a simple one as well. You're also going to be launching uh, very soon uh, a welcome app or expanding the launch of the welcome app. Tell us more. What I realized was that this technology could be used in a whole host of different ways. And one of the things that I had seen was my client walked into a shop and then it, it was a real inconsistency in the level of support the person got. Now, even in the very nicest, in the very best shops, uh, I had clients who were approached by a customer service representative who would say, yeah, how are you doing, John? Great to see you again. And there would be a whole lot five-minute conversation between the two people. And my, my guide dog owner would turn around to me at the end and say, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> They've been speaking to me for the last five years. And I thought, wouldn't it be good if by using the phone we could inform people of not only names but needs and do a little bit of in-the-moment staff training. So just before the person walks through the door, the staff member gets an indication on a mobile phone or a device through a web service. It's told, this person is just about to walk through the door. This is what they're looking for today. And here's some top tips. But those top tips have been provided to us by all of the major charities. And of course, this isn't just um, visual impairment. This is a host of different people, hidden disabilities and obvious disabilities. So top tips have been supplied to us by RNIB, Scope, Guide Dogs for the Blind, Action on Hearing Loss. I've got a whole whole host of people who are, who are wanting to help us provide those tips. So somebody walks through the door and they get a little bit of information as to how best to interact with the person. And uh, so far, it seems to be working quite well. Great. So someone it could walk in and it would flash up that, you know, John Smith is deaf, so make sure you stand in front of them and, and talk slowly so they can read your lips. Or if it's someone with a guide dog, you know, don't touch the dog, don't clap the dog and introduce yourself to the person. And, and it also gives them all the information because, you know, I can really relate to that because you, you go in and you have to explain everything that you're looking yeah. for, that you want to Every do. Time. But to have that already in someone's possession, to walk in and say, you know, hi, Alan, right, let's go and know what you're after. Or is there anything yeah. else you want? It'd be great. Yeah. People don't necessarily want to go into a shop and spend three quarters of an hour catching up with people it's nice if you can uh, <laughs> if you can sort of like interact but i want to go in and i want to get out sometimes i want my kellogg's cornflakes and my, <laughs> my milk and i want to get out again and you don't really want to go into a massive conversation about answering questions about your disability or indeed saying yes i know my dog's beautiful yes you can touch my dog if you really feel you need to <laughs> and then oh my word you could spend 10 minutes doing that and then you get another somebody oh, <laughs> it, would be, it would be a nightmare uh, however it's also good if you just want to have that communication so some people want to walk into a shop and know who they're talking to and be able to say yes the grandchildren are getting on really well or whatever it might be so yeah we we want to in a way take the technology out of the picture and make it a more human interaction mm. and that seems strange from a technologist but that's pretty <laughs> much what i want to do what about um the kind of reception for the app then from business and commerce or, or even the third sector are, are they interested in this do they want it it's even before you walk through the door, you're pretty much guaranteed that all the organizations we're talking to have already got it on their mission statement, improve customer relations, improve accessibility and inclusivity. And 
when we then say, yep, this is going to improve your relationship with your customer. Uh, and then we tell them just how simple it is and that it's low cost. And they go, well, this is a no brainer. We've had very, very few uh, knockbacks from people. And we know that uh, they might approach us in the future. They're just saying, oh, no, we want to see it working and get it up and running. We've also got signups from Royal Bank of Scotland, uh, Edinburgh Airports, interest from the Scottish government, Hilton Hotel Group, uh, or rather the Doubletree, Hilton Double Doubletree, Edinburgh University, printmakers, even even Maison Moggy, uh, the, ca- the ca- <laughs> cafe <laughs> in Edinburgh. <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, we've had lots and lots of interest, and it's across the board. It's across the board. Any kind of airport for me, as a, a blind person, a guide dog owner, you know, sometimes you arrive at airports and you can book your assistance, but trying to find that assistance, yeah, or they tell you, yeah. yeah, there's a phone outside, just find the phone, press the button, or when you come in, yeah, just look for the desk, and it, you know, the service and the help is there, but just trying to get to it is actually a bit of a barrier in the first place. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good point, and, and I think that's where it all falls down. What we've got, three points of contact. When the person actually just taps in that they want to go somewhere on the phone, although they don't have to, they could just turn up, then when they get within a certain geofence, and this is like a GPS of the of the area, so we could set that to 300 meters as an example. So they break that 300 meters, and instantly the people at the center get a message to say this person not only has arrived, but is at this location and then they get another ping when the person actually gets to the door so they could be met let's just say you were getting off the tram you could then get off the tram and somebody would know you just got off the tram if you wanted them to know this is we're not big brother here this is if Mm. you want them to know then then you can let them know your name what you look like where you're going what you're doing what assistance you require and some top tips on on how to interact Let's put the, the technology aside for a moment. It has been recognised. I mean, you know, Neatbox has has scooped awards, and, and you have scooped some some funding as well, which is helping you to do this. So, what's been quite significant recently? Oh well, um, we were really lucky. Transurf um, put us. Well, we were really lucky. <laughs> it's like Gary Player, he, the golfer. He said, <laughs> the, "The more I practice, the luckier I get." I think the more we're out there, the luckier we get. Um, we we won an innovation award with CIHT and the Department for Transport, and we were up against some pretty stiff competition. Uh, so we were down in London uh, at the award ceremony, which was absolutely fantastic because it's real recognition when you get recognised uh, from the sector. And then we were in Scottish Edge, which is a um, Scottish business network support community set up by Tom Hunter and Royal Bank of Scotland and the like and um, we won £35,000 which sounds like a lot of money but when you're running a company and you're paying staff wages it's three or four months worth of, of spending uh, and yeah no, it's fantastic and it will really help us uh, but yeah you have to you're a small company playing with the big boys uh, and uh, yeah we've got a lot of stuff that we have to pay for Every penny counts. So congratulations oh, yeah. on the the awards and uh, the funding as well, Gavin. Real testament to uh, the team you've got there and uh, indeed the products themselves. Running out of time now, Gavin. So if people would like to learn more about Neatbox and the products and so on, how can they do that? Well, the, the first thing I would say, because we're running out of time, is people, this is live now. You can test it. If you go to either the iTunes or Google Play, uh, you can download Welcome by Neatbox and uh, then you can have a little play but if you'd like to know more contact us at hello at neatbox and it's n-e-a-t-e-b-o-x or you could uh, check out our website at neatbox.com and we're all over youtube so if you put anything in there to do with you myself gavin neat or neatbox you'll find loads on us gavin best luck for the future no doubt we will be back in touch again very soon to find out all the latest advances but for the moment thank you for speaking with us on rnib connect radio 
A real pleasure. Thank you, Alan.